Myself, Taylor Lynch, hanging out with you guys. Brian back at the studio, keeping us on the air today. There's a lot of things we can take away from this one, guys. I mean, I think after the way that that Miami game ended, Louisville going on the road, snapping, easy for me to say, snapping that road losing streak, you felt a certain level of maybe a little bit of confidence, maybe a little bit of swagger coming in here to this game today against NC State. And for me, losing sucks, and we all know that. Losing sucks. Everybody hates to lose. But there are different types of losses. There are losses where you get blown out, and it feels like a really terrible loss. And we've seen a lot of those this season. This was not one of those losses. This, to me, felt more like the Texas game, where you saw a lot of really good things from this Louisville basketball team. You saw this team do things that you really haven't seen them do very much this season. The fight, the intensity, the energy, the effort was there the entire game for Louisville, especially on the offensive side of the ball. Now, defensively, Louisville had some major lapses today that really is the reason that they lost this game. You start out in the first half, the cards start 0 for 4 and have four turnovers, and they allow NC State to go 4 for 5 and build that 12-point lead. It was 12 to nothing NC State in the beginning of the first half. That, you can't do that. You can't do that if you're Louisville. You can't let a team, after after the way you played at Miami, you can't come home and then let NC State get out to a 12 nothing lead. Brandon Huntley-Hatfield really wasn't giving you anything in that first half in the paint, and he was not having the same impact that he had against Miami. Now, having Trey White healthy, having Trey White back out there, I think was was big for Louisville, especially in the first half. Curtis Williams was out of his mind today. He had two really nice threes in the first half to try to keep Louisville within a a 10-point margin. And then you had a really nice... Again, you have a really nice possession that involves Mike James, and I feel like that has been a a a trend over the last couple of games of Mike James is doing really good stuff. Um, Louisville had a good defensive possession with about 4:57 to go. It led to a Mike James layup. They cut this thing to 23:31. It was not a great first half for Louisville. There was a lot of sloppy play. There were a ton of turnovers. In that first half, you allowed NC State to get out to a 12-0 lead, and it felt like, here we go again. It felt like more of the same, but then Louisville came out in the second half, and I don't know, this is the frustrating part of being a Louisville basketball fan right now, is this team does this sometimes. They did it against Texas. They did it again uh, against Miami. They did it today, where they come out and they play well, and you're like, where the hell has this team been all season long? They came out and started the second half. And cut the lead to seven. They came out with some energy, with some effort. Mike James hits a big three. Now it's a four-point game. Brandon Huntley Hatfield's finish in the in the paint against Burns, something that he struggled with. And now it's a two-point game with 16-11 to go. Like Louisville goes on this 9-0 run to start the second half, and you're like, here we go, here we go. Trey White, big three, tie game, 52-52. Malik or um. Sorry, not Malik Williams. Uh, that's a throwback. Uh, Curtis Williams with a three gives Louisville the lead. 55-54 with 11.30 to go. And you're like, okay, Louisville's communicating a little bit better offensively and defensively on the floor. Williams hits a deep three that I think was from somewhere out in the parking lot <laughs> and ties the game back up again after NC State had gone up. 
But then NC State started to do the thing that we've seen teams do where Louisville hits a big shot, the other team hits a big shot. Louisville gets a big shot, the other team hits a big shot. DJ Horn was incredible for NC State today. It seemed like he had an answer for everything Louisville wanted to do. When when Williams hits that deep three, DJ Horn goes right down on the other end and nails a deep three in its 61-58 pack. And really, they didn't look back from that point. They really started to kind of extend that lead, push that lead out to nine at 73-64 uh, with just over six minutes left to go. And Louisville was really never able, at first, you thought, to come back from that. But then they did what was incredible and and completely un Louisville like this season the cards go on an 11 run at the end of the game and really make this thing a game and they mentioned it on the broadcast that they were there were fans getting up and, and headed to their seats and then Louisville starts going on this run Mike James follows up his own miss and gets the and one and then you've got Trey White diving for the loose ball and now it's a three-point game because BHH uh, gets the turnaround. Like, Louisville never gave up. They never stopped fighting in this game. And that's been the thing that we have been begging and pleading for, is to have Louisville come out and, and fight and have that intensity, have that drive, have that we're not going to back down from anybody. And that's really how you felt in this game. They did not until the very, very, very end. They did not give up and they gave everybody hope. And I think, again, that's the frustrating part about this team. It's like, where has this been? If they play the way they played against NC state today, the record looks a lot different. There are more wins in the early part of the schedule if Louisville continues or if Louisville played the way that they played tonight with the intensity that they played with tonight. But ultimately, the lapses on defense are killing Louisville and any momentum that they have. I mean, if they defended even just marginally better in this game today against NC State, they probably pull out the win. But instead, it's an 89-83 loss. And again, like I said, losing sucks. We can be pissed off about losing. But there were some good things. If you want to be encouraged, there were some good things to take away from this game today. Let's go to the phone lines. Harold is up first. Harold, welcome into your Coors Light Basketball postgame show. What's up, man? Hey, what's up, Taylor? Um, this was a fun game. And, yeah. And, you know, I think, I think there were defensive lapses. But where I want to push back a little bit was – this team got turnovers and stops and weren't able to convert those turnovers and stops. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that was the problem. Once once NC State had got out to that 12-point lead, you know, late in the first half, we got a string of stops. We just didn't put the ball in the hole. And so I think if we were able to convert a couple of those turnovers, you know, again, we're looking at a different game, but I appreciate it that this team looked like a D1 basketball team. Yep. I appreciated that I could see what they were trying to do, that they could see what they were trying to do. You know, they knew that they were driving and getting to the line or that they were going to drive and kick. I wish BHH would have um, came alive sooner, you know, because we could have used seven additional points for him. We needed yeah. a 2010 game from him today, you know, or I mean, to be fair, we did have White back, and it was good to see White come in and hit some shots. It was really good to see that perimeter shooting, right? 
And so, you know, it's the, it's the blessing and the curse, but I can enjoy this. I can rally behind this. I can watch this. And I can just, I can ride until, you know, we got decisions to make. So I just want to enjoy it. We got to win. I love the fact that they aren't going into any shells. I love the fact that they didn't let go of any ropes. You know, a team, I, I feel like if they don't come back and win the Miami game the way that they did, you know, once this team goes down uh, 12-0, you know, it could have turned. The, the fans could have turned, and they didn't because we've seen this team now do something. We've seen this team n- not quit. And that 11-0 run, man, I wish it would have came a minute or two earlier. Right. And that's the type of thing that I'm – that's the type of thing when they were getting stops, weren't able to convert. So I hope that they're able to convert. I love seeing them drive the dish. I love seeing them drive with the intention of scoring or getting fouled. It was it was great. So, you know, you, you want the W, but based on what we've seen, based on – how about this? Based on what I've seen, based on what I hope for, I want to be entertained. You know, I can understand losses. I can't understand getting blown out and not looking like you belong on the court. I can understand somebody hitting a tough bucket or two with a hand in their face, and that's the difference. So, you know, go cards, keep this effort up. There are more W's out there if we can keep this effort up. And when we get stops, convert. Appreciate the call, Harold. Yeah, I think that's that. Harold makes a really good point there about this being watchable. Like, this was, this was enjoyable. Losing's not enjoyable. Losing sucks. We hate it. But watching this team and the way that this team played was enjoyable for a change. It was fun to watch this team. It was fun to hang on every possession and to, you know, lose your mind when, when Williams hits that three and and puts Louisville up, like this was fun to watch. And if Louisville's going to play with this type of energy and effort and intensity every single game, then yeah, Harold's right. This gives you something as a fan base to get behind and support. And that's what we've been waiting for. Let's go back to the phone lines. Chaz, welcome in, man. What's up? What's up, guys? I don't share Harold's, all of his enthusiasm while I was excited to, to see what they would do today. Mm-hmm. The, the frustration that I have with this, this team and this coaching staff is, you know, NC State shoots 50% from the three-point line. They aren't a, good, a great three-point shooting team. They shoot 50%. They have basketball IQ. That kid, that big kid, Burns. He has yeah. such smart basketball IQ. He gets double teamed and boom, it's a cross court skip pass right on the moon for a wide open three. You know, there's just too many wide open shots this team gives up. While I was excited to see him make that 11-0 run, you know, Kenny made a, a good timeout. He comes out of a timeout. They get a steal in an easy bucket. It's just, it's little things like that. And, and you know, I'm, I'm sorry, you know, while I, I think that this team has played better the last two games, I'm sorry, Trey Wright, just he's a shot hunter. He's very selfish. You know, at this point, I know Curtis Williams lacks on, on defense, but, man, he gives you so much more on the offensive end than Trey White does. Yeah. It's just it's frustrating, you know, to see, like, you know, I was, I was excited to see KP in, in, in BHH's face today. You know, I mean, get him hyped. Get him excited. Absolutely. You know, tell him, hey, go into his body. You know, when he did that, you know, think good things happen today, but you know, it's just like we don't pound that, you know, in, in, into their heads. You know, and, and you go away from a starting lineup that won you the game on Wednesday night. You know, 
I'm I'm sorry, Danilo. I, I don't know what they what they were seeing in him. He seems like a good kid, but he's not Louisville material. We are no. Louisville. We don't need kids like that. We need all Americans. I'm sorry, like the, the, this coaching staff. You know, like there, there was a guy on the radio the other day that watched a rec- uh, couple games at, at Seneca the other night. We didn't have a single uh, a single member of the staff there. Like you know, we just we just aren't getting it, and I, I just you know while I, I'm excited, that hopefully they play like this the rest of the season. You know, I just feel like this this coaching staff just doesn't get it. You know, we shouldn't be giving up 89 points at home, much less. You never saw that in the years prior to this. We were teams were lucky to score 60. You know, I mean, I, I remember a stat years ago. When, when Patino was the coach, we were like 84 and 0. Uh, Kelly Dickey probably has it, and we scored 80 points. You know, it, it's, it's frustrating to watch this team defensively. You know, great, we made an 11 0 run. We were down 14 with three minutes ago, and they took their foot off the gas and played not to lose. Sometimes that does end up biting you, and it almost did to NC State. So while I'm excited that it was a close game, this is a moral victory. Again, we are Louisville. Moral victories are not what we need to have in this city. No cards, baby. I think Chaz's phone call there is a perfect way. Uh, uh, it's it's like the perfect summation of what we say on LSL of the standard is the standard, and, and that's and that's that's awesome that that Chaz is holding Louisville basketball to the standard because that's what we as a fan base need to do. Yeah, there were things in this game that were absolutely things to be encouraged about but again you to Chaz's point you gave up 89 points and you allowed 50 percent three-point shooting to an NC State team that doesn't particularly doesn't necessarily shoot the ball very well there were definitely things to be concerned about and and things that still need to improve that just Louisville's defense especially the perimeter defense is just not very good at all and yeah, it was it was great that they went on the 11-0 run, but you needed the problem too for Louisville was in that second half, especially towards the the midpoint and the end of the second half was shots stopped falling for Louisville. I mean, the things that were working for them early, the getting in the lane and and some of the runners and and stuff just they weren't going for Louisville, and that created. Uh, that gave NC State actually the opportunity to kind of put the foot back on the gas and, and get out and, and build their lead back up and then have Louisville go on that 11-0 run. Um, the main, one of the biggest things is we always talk about how how you finish games and, and how things look at the end of games. And, we're, and we'll talk about that 11-0 run and we'll talk about, you know, the things that Louisville did well down the stretch or didn't do well down the stretch. But again, for me, it really goes back to the way Louisville started the game. You know, going 0 for 4, turning the ball over four times, allowing NC State to get up 12-0. When you look at the at the half-by-half, half, Louisville wins the second half 48-45. So if Louisville doesn't go allow NC State to jump out to a 12-0 lead, there's an opportunity that, that this score looks a lot different, that this game looks a lot different, that Louisville has an opportunity to win this game. You've got to – Louisville has to start games better. They have to start games better. They have to finish games much better than what we're seeing right now. But we did see some good stuff today. And I'm and I'm saying, look, I, I know I keep going back to that, but we have not had very many opportunities to be positive uh, about things this season. 
So I want to try to find those moments where we can. And obviously Wednesday night was a moment. And, and you know, had they won today, it would have been a bigger moment. But the team didn't quit. They didn't give up. They didn't go into their shell. They kept fighting. That's things to be positive about. Curtis Williams is something to be positive about. Your Juan Gomez insurance player of the game. 15 points, 4 of 6 from 3. Had some massive threes in the second half that kept Louisville in this game. That is something to be positive about. Sky Clark did not give you what you needed from him offensively today. He only gives you 10 points in 36 minutes, and most of those came late in the game. But you never saw Sky Clark check out. You saw him be there defensively. He caused two steals today. Your BJ Heating Cooling Defensive Player of the Game. BJHeatCool.com. Call the experts you can trust. Sky Clark with two steals today. He was giving you other things, and that's what you need to see. I agree with some of the criticism of Trey White. I liked what he did, and he hit some big shots. But Trey White needs to improve that defense. He can't be such a liability for you out there defensively. And, I, and you know, it's not just him. It's several guys that need to improve defensively. This whole team needs to improve defensively. Uh, but But Trey White specifically, like, he gives you so much offensively, and he has such a good shot. But he's got to be more consistent defensively. Let's go back to the phone lines. Jeff has been waiting. Jeff, welcome in, man. What's up? What's going on, man? Um, yeah, uh, I like what I've seen today. Um, I know we didn't get the victory, and yeah, we need them. But I still think that we, you know, it's something to look forward to because the mistakes they're making is just from them being a young team. You know what I'm saying? Everyone's, you know, I, even I was frustrated with why they were leaving three-point shooters wide open. But the game plan was to double-team Burns mm-hmm. at certain spots on the floor. And sometimes they got lost into the game and, and they would double-team him way out, you know, by the three-point line, which left a person wide open because he is a passer out of that. So attention to detail can be fixed. So, But, like, things like effort, if they're not still giving effort at this point, there's really nothing we can do about that. So the fact that they are a young team and – them getting more experience because there were a lot of young guys out there. Then you know what I'm saying. It you know it makes it makes you more optimistic about the season. So that's what I want to say. Yeah, absolutely, Jeff. Appreciate the call. Burns is an absolute load. I mean, he is a load for NC State. And one of the callers earlier, I think it was Harold, brought it up, uh, or or maybe it was Chaz. The the basketball IQ on that dude, like he knows where everybody's at on the floor at all times and if he's going to get if he's going to bring a double he knows where to kick it out to and i thought brandon was more aggressive in the second half against burns we needed to see that in the first half we needed to see him be more aggressive going into burns and, and kenny was asking for that you saw kenny get in his face and challenge brandon in that second half like put your body on him like get in go in on him force him to foul you get him into foul trouble um you need to see more of that for brandon but man burns is is a load and i think nc state is a good team i don't think they're great by any means and i don't think I don't necessarily know if they're going to make some big magical run in March or, or even make a magical run in the in the uh, ACC tournament. But that's a good team with some good players on that team. Horn is, is insane. 27 points for NC State in 35 minutes. 
dude's a bucket. And for the most part, Louisville was able to hang in there with him. Now, let's go back to the phone lines. My man, Carito, welcome in, man. What's up? What's going on, Taylor, man? It's your world, my man. What's up? Man, I, I, listen, the, the improved effort, yes, I love it. Yep. Did Kenny Payne make a deposit today? No, he didn't. Mm-mm. Will I continue to watch the games based on how they play today? Yes, I will. I am a diehard. I will always be. Um, I'm sorry that me and Eric Crawford's uh, little little mix-up couldn't fix it. You know, we were 1-0. Now we're 1-1. Uh, big shout-out to Eric Crawford in his article. I will read the article now, by the way. You know, but big shout-out to him. I just didn't work. But, you know, um, I'm not mad. I'm not mad at what I've seen. I, I, I've seen what I've seen. And, and, and when we got down 12, I was like, oh, my God, we're doing it again. We're regressing. But we just had a late start. Usually we give the effort in the first half and kind of detour from the second half. What I'm looking for KP is for his players to get 40 minutes of energy. We got we got about 30 minutes, I'd say so, because the first 10 minutes was like, eh, and they fall mm-hmm. back. So if we can get a 40-minute game from them and some effort, we could probably win some games. The only thing that, that really drives me crazy is the three-point defense. Yes. My Lord. If I could count the amount of times that we had people wide open, you know, and this is during crucial times during the game when we're making our comeback, when we're down three or down two, there's an open man. And that big guy from NC State, got to give him credit. I don't know why we doubled him so much because BHH, you know, I'm glad he showed up, but we needed more of that intensity in the first half, like you said. Like, we need to go to him mano a mano and body him and, and, and the lack of doubling would have uh, helped against the three-point defense because once he doubled them, hell, they were wide open and they were they they weren't missing anything. You know those rules. You can go two or twenty-six against North Carolina. When you come in to the Yum Center, you're gonna go freaking twenty of twenty-six. That's just a rule of law. I mean, if you're a Louisville fan, you've known this from the beginning of time. Anytime somebody's like, oh, they're having an off game, they're gonna have the best game in the world for some reason. The Yum Center rim love the opposition. Um, other than that, like I said, big picture, KP still might have to go. He still has to go. I, I'm not. I'm not here endorsing no year three. I, like I said, I was KP Mafia. I'm admitted. I'm I'm a, I'm a uh, expanded excommunicado member from the first year. <laughs> I've seen the light. It's time to go. But keep playing these games and make it entertaining. Fight for your job, KP. Thanks, Taylor. Appreciate it, my man. Yeah, the the frustrating part about the three point defense too for for Louisville is it wasn't just that you were giving up open shots. It's when you were giving up open shots. It's when you come down and you hit a big three and you cut into that lead and you've got momentum and then you just space out defensively and allow a wide open. The worst one is when you allow a trail three, just a just a dude standing by himself, just pick pop boom. And now you're back down five or now you're, you know, now you're back down uh, three or four. Like it's those lapses that come at the worst possible time for Louisville over and over again that that really killed them in this game. Uh, Run down some of the stats here for you in uh, Louisville shot 47 percent from the field today, 53 percent from three, 76 percent from the charity stripe. I mentioned it earlier. They cut their turnovers down substantially in that second half. Uh, Louisville finished the day with just 10 turnovers uh, as a team. Uh, 
12 points off of NC State's 15 turnovers, 30 rebounds for the Cards. Cards get out-rebounded by NC State, 33-30 to 30 in this one. Uh, 11 second-chance points for the Cards, 40 points from the Cards bench, the exact same for NC State. And your landing page points in the paint, 30 points for the Cards, 30 points for NC State today as well. Four fast-break points, two blocks, six steals for the Cards, and 11 assists as well running down some of the numbers there for you as the cards drop this one to nc state 89 to 83 coming up next for louisville they've got we'll look at the schedule here moving forward after this one louisville goes on the road for two they've got north carolina on wednesday night and then next saturday they've got wake forest uh at noon the rest of january is not going to be easy for the cards if they're going to they really needed this one they really needed this one because it's going to be difficult to find wins the rest of January. You've got NC, or you've got North Carolina, Wake, Duke, Virginia, Clemson to wrap up January, and then just the first couple of days of February, you got Florida State and Duke or in uh, Syracuse. So it's going to be tough sledding for the Cards to find wins. Now I I don't expect them to to get a win in chapel hill especially given good lord what north carolina did to syracuse today holy moly it was uh let me find the final there 103 to 67 it was the worst loss for the orange since they joined the acc the worst margin of defeat for the orange since they joined the acc so i don't necessarily expect louisville to go into chapel hill uh on wednesday night and and pull out a dub but you look at the Virginia game, and I'm not saying that – I mean, we know how things go for Louisville against Virginia, but if Louisville plays the way that they played today at home against Virginia, maybe. Maybe you feel a little bit better. Now, your road games are tough. North Carolina, wait, Clemson, those are not going to be easy. Having Duke come here is not going to be easy. But you've got Florida State coming in here. And Ethan Moore called it on LSL this week. He said that was going to be the game uh, that Louisville won next, that they were going to get a win over Florida State and Leonard Hamilton uh, for the first time in what feels like, I don't know, 80 years. Um, I would say that may be your next best opportunity. I've said it from the beginning that Georgia Tech and Boston College are probably your next best chances for wins. But again, if Louisville plays the way they played today, they're going to be a tough out for Clemson. They're going to be a tough out for Virginia. They're going to be a tough out for Wake. They're going to be a tough out for Florida State. Like, they're not going to be a pushover anymore if they play the way they play today. The problem is, and my boy Spencer coined it the $8 million question, why is Louisville not playing this way game in and game out? You know, why did Louisville struggle against uh, Arkansas State and lose that game? Why did Louisville struggle against Pitt and lose that game? Why did Louisville have to go to overtime against New Mexico State? You know, these are why, why was it a, a tussle with Bellarmine? And why do you lose to Chattanooga? Like, these are the questions that we ask because you, you see how it, you see what they're able to do in this one and in the Texas game and in their win against, uh, against Miami like like these are the these are the reasons why you sit there and you shake your head if you're a Louisville fan you go look these things they don't add up you know the, the math ain't mathin when you watch how well they play in this one 
and obviously still get to pick up the L, but there are things that you can pick apart from this game and feel like if Louisville does this different, this different, this different, then they have a chance. You haven't been able to say that with every single loss that Louisville's had this season. You haven't been able to look at one or two things and go, if Louisville does that better than that better, then they probably win the game. You can do that in this game against NC State. If Louisville doesn't allow NC State to start 12-0 or 12 to nothing, and if Louisville you know, guards anybody when they decide to, to shoot a three, then Louisville's got a good opportunity to win this game today. And we don't do moral victories here at Louisville because, again, the standard is the standard. But you definitely feel better about this one if you're if you're Louisville, if you're Kenny Payne and staff moving forward. Take a quick look here at your UPS Jobs Top 25 scoreboard. Shift your future at UPS Jobs. Apply today at upsjobs.com. Several Top 25 games going on right now. Look at the ones that have finished Creighton survives 66-65 against St. John's. The Johnnies now 4-2 and two in Big East play, 12-5 overall. Number 15, Wisconsin, gets a 71-63 win over Northwestern. I mentioned it earlier. Number 7, North Carolina dismantling Syracuse, 103-67. It was 52-30 at the half. Just complete domination over the Orange. Uh, number five, Tennessee. They bounce back with an 85-79 victory over Georgia. And currently in progress, lots of top 25 games. Number three, Kansas. And number nine, Oklahoma. Kansas up 67-58 in that one. Uh, the team up the road, after being down at the half, they're up 65-61 over Texas A&M. Number 19, San Diego State. Down 50-56 to to New Mexico. Uh, number one, Purdue having no troubles. They're cruising now after their upset loss uh, a few days ago. It's 74-53. Boilermakers up over Penn State in the second half of that one. Uh, number 20, Utah State trails UNLV 35-31. to In ACC play, the aforementioned number 21, Clemson Tigers with a 31-27 lead in the first half over Boston College. The Tigers 11-4 but just one and three in ACC play. So it has not been going well since they, uh, since conference play started for Clemson, uh, Boston college, 10 and five overall one and three also in ACC play later on tonight in the top 25, number 11, Duke and Georgia tech, number 18, BYU and UCF, uh, UCF, watch out BYU. Uh, they already taken down one top 25 team in the last couple of days. Uh, they are now coming for you. So be prepared BYU in that one, that one in Orlando, uh, number two, Houston and TCU number eight, Arizona, Washington state, LSU and number 16, Auburn, number 25, Texas and West Virginia, Cincinnati and number 14, Baylor tonight at eight o'clock on ESPN. So that is your UPS jobs, top 25 scoreboard applied at upsjobs.com. Take a quick look here at your ACC conference standings while we're at it. Now that we actually have some conference games that have occurred, no surprise, North Carolina, Number one spot in conference play right now, five and zero, oh, thirteen and three, overall. The Tar Heels are seven and zero oh at home, and welcome Louisville 
on Wednesday night. We'll see what the Cardinals can do in that one. NC State four and one. Duke, Wake Forest, Florida State all three and one. Florida State gets a victory over Wake Forest earlier this week on Tuesday night, uh, so they have the win there. Miami two and two after losing to Louisville. Uh, Virginia two and two. Uh, Virginia Tech also two and two. Syracuse and Notre Dame are both two and three. And Clemson, BC, Georgia Tech, Pitt, or sorry, Clemson, Boston College, Georgia Tech, all one and three. Pitt and Louisville are one and four in conference, pl- or uh, yeah, in conference play. So the cards go to North Carolina. That's going to be a very tough task for them. Uh, elsewhere in the ACC right now, Virginia trailing. Wake Forest, 54 to 38, six minutes and change to go in the second half of that one. Florida State up by 10 on Notre Dame early in the second half there as well. So those are the only other two ACC games going on right now. Miami and Virginia Tech will play tonight at 7 o'clock from Blacksburg Castle Coliseum over on the ACC Network. Uh, Brian, do we have Kenny Payne's press conference available? Okay, let's go ahead and get that. Let you hear what Kenny Payne had to say after this one, after the cards drop this to NC State 89-83 today. Here's the coach. Um, we knew we had to protect Brandon, and one of the ways we wanted to protect Brandon was trap the post. So we talked about an area on the floor to where we can go and trap. There was times when we were nowhere, he was nowhere near that area. We went in trap, we're not in position. He makes a three. Um, you know, it's, I blame myself for some of that. Probably should have let Brandon go mano y mano and fight it out. But when he did go mano y mano, um, he scored four or five times in a row. So he's a low. We didn't. Look, the attention to details to winning basketball is vital. Um, The difference between a yard, two yards, can be the difference in winning and losing. So we're supposed to go when he gets to the lane line. We go way before he gets anywhere near the lane line. They burn us over and over and over again. So... Oh, yeah, Kenny, I guess that was going to be my question about the defense. So is it more of just like attention to detail or is a attitude and effort thing? I guess is that really what you're seeing in those stretches? I'm saying it's attention to detail. Um, we worked on it. We talked about it. We went over it. We walked through it this morning. Um, again, there's, you know, when you're in the heat of a battle, sometimes you, you think you want to go and you go early and you only think about yourself and you don't talk and you just go to a trap. They're going to burn you. His head is up. His eyes is open. He's looking for somebody to pass it to. You go early, boom, they make a three. Kenny, this is not a a program that celebrates moral victories, but what have you seen from your group in the last week? Um, The big thing is, you know, when coaches call me or Kevin, you know, before the game said, man, I'm not looking forward to playing this game. You know, it, it's showing that we are earning respect, but we got to finish it off. Um, what would it feel like for those dudes in the locker room if we win this game? Do you understand the statement it would make? Um, I know we're getting better. 
I feel we're getting better. I know we're doing the right things for this for this for these young people. Um, but we need to make sure that they understand the little things matter and winning and losing comes down to a bunch of little things. In what ways do you feel like you guys are, are maybe beginning to turn the corner? It seems like the contributions from Curtis and Caleb off the bench were, were pretty big, and Mike has been big. Um, I think in spurts you can see all the guys from, from Brandon having dominant moments. Um, Curtis, like you said, has hit some good shots within the Florida offense, not forcing them. Uh, Caleb is rebounding the ball, has done a good job of rebounding, playing, bringing physicality to us. Um, Ty Lord brings us in spurts. It has to be more from each one of those guys. We can't have we can't have a guy have a moment or two where it's lax. And when that moment or two happens, we're not as good. We don't have the wiggle room to make mistake after mistake after mistake. So we have to make sure that we're in tune. Um, we can't afford to get that team a 12-0 run on us. We can't afford it. That's a good team, a well-coached good team. They feed off of that kind of play. Coach, it was a noticeable change in energy just in the arena as a whole to actually have home court advantage here and to feel that from the fans. What kind of impact did that have on your Major. team and, and ultimately throughout the game as well? Major. I think these kids need to see the fans in here like they were tonight or today. Um, they need to cheer them on. They need to help them fight harder, you know, and they need to get after them when we don't fight harder. Um, you know, it's what, when we go to these other arenas and we watch these teams and we play and we're competing against these teams, that's what their arenas feel like. We need to let our people know and other people that walk in here, that's why you're important. You're vital to this, and these kids need you. Presented by U of L Health, making the impossible possible. That is the power of you. Get back to some of the some of the stats we were running off here for you. Um, Tyler Johnson, fourteen points, twenty one minutes. Caleb Glenn, four points in sixteen minutes, and Trey White, seven points in twenty minutes. You heard it from Kenny there. You know he he talks about maybe they should have probably gone mono mono with Brandon Huntley Hatfield against Burns a little bit more. Uh, but when they did that, Burns scored four straight times. So it was kind of pick your poison today for for Louisville of, of how you wanted to defend Burns. Uh, but again, I think, you know, one of our previous callers mentioned, you know, sometimes they doubled Burns. Uh, they were so focused on doubling him that they doubled him out near the three-point line, and then that allowed for open shooters somewhere else on the on the floor. It's the little things. It's the mental mistakes for Louisville in a game like this that cost you. It's the lapses defensively in a game like this that really cost you uh, as the cards drop this one to NC State, 89-83. to 83. There's, There was improvement. There was improvement, and that's a good thing, and that's something that you can be excited about, that you can hang your hat on. If you're if you're looking for things to be positive about, that's something that you can be positive about. There was improvement. You know, Louisville looked better in this game today, and I think that 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 says a lot about kind of 
can you start stringing these things together? That's the next question that remains to be seen. Can Louisville string these things together? Can you stack a good performance, a, a win against Miami on a good performance, not great, but a good performance against NC State? Now, can you go perform well on the road against North Carolina? Can you not look like Syracuse and get beat by a million? Can you go perform well on the road against North Carolina? And then can you come go on the road in probably a more winnable environment, not probably definitely a more winnable environment against Wake Forest and maybe pull out a win there? If you do that, if Louisville goes on the road and they lose to North Carolina, but they're competitive, and then if they go and they beat Wake Forest, there's going to be butts in the seats when Duke comes to town. And that's what that's what the staff wants. That's what they need. They need, you know, they, they want people in the seats. They want to fill the Yum Center. You got to give fans a reason to come. And what Louisville did against Miami gave fans a reason to show up today against NC State. And I think the way Louisville played, if they can continue that in the next two games, it's going to give people a reason to be there for the Duke game. It's going to give people a reason to be there for the Virginia game. If you can be competitive, if you can keep fighting and keep clawing, because we said this last year, and I think it kind of rings true this year as well, you know losses are coming, and it's one thing for the losses to come and you be competitive and you be fighting and, and everybody feeling like you know they're maximizing their everything that you can squeeze out of this team. It feels a lot different than looking like you have no idea what's going on when you're out there on the court. And that wasn't the case today at all. So that's going to do it for us. Keep it locked right here on 93.9 because coming up in just a few minutes, we will have wild card weekend for you. Browns, Texans, and then at 8 o'clock right here on 93.9, we will have Dolphins and Chiefs on wild card weekend right here on 93.9 the ville big thanks to brian for producing this effort keeping us on the air thank you guys for all your calls appreciate you for interacting with us that is going to do it and until next time ethan moore will have you guys on wednesday night as the cards travel to chapel hill to take on north carolina so until next time guys go cards beat the tar heels Myself, Taylor Lynch, hanging out with you guys. Brian back at the studio, keeping us on the air today. There's a lot of things we can take away from this one, guys. I mean, I think after the way that that Miami game ended, Louisville going on the road, snapping, easy for me to say, snapping that road losing streak, you felt a certain level of maybe a little bit of confidence, maybe a little bit of swagger coming in here to this game today against NC State. And for me... Losing sucks, and we all know that. Losing sucks. Everybody hates to lose. But there are different types of losses. There are losses where you get blown out, and it feels like a really terrible loss. And we've seen a lot of those this season. 
this was not one of those losses. This, to me, felt more like the Texas game where you saw a lot of really good things from this Louisville basketball team. You saw this team do things that you really haven't seen them do very much this season. The fight, the intensity, the energy, the effort was there the entire game for Louisville, especially on the offensive side of the ball. Now, defensively, Louisville had some major lapses today that really is the reason that they lost this game. You start out in the first half, the cards start 0 for 4 and have four turnovers, and they allow NC State to go 4 for 5 and build that 12-point lead. It was 12 to nothing NC State in the beginning of the first half. That you can't do that. You can't do that if you're Louisville. You can't let a team, after after the way you played at Miami, you can't come home and then let NC State get out to a 12-0 lead. Brandon Huntley-Hatfield really wasn't giving you anything in that first half in the paint, and he was not having the same impact that he had against Miami. Now, having Trey White healthy, having Trey White back out there, I think was was big for Louisville, especially in the first half. Curtis Williams was out of his mind today. He had two really nice threes in the first half to try to keep Louisville within a a 10-point margin. And then you had a really nice... Again, you have a really nice possession that involves Mike James, and I feel like that has been a a a trend over the last couple of games of Mike James is doing really good stuff. Um, Louisville had a good defensive possession with about 4:57 to go. It led to a Mike James layup. They cut this thing to 23:31. It was not a great first half for Louisville. There was a lot of sloppy play. There were a ton of turnovers in that first half you allowed nc state to get out to a 12 nothing lead and it felt like here we go again it felt like more of the same but then louisville came out in the second half and i don't know this is the frustrating part of being a louisville basketball fan right now is this team does this sometimes they did it against texas they did it again uh, against miami they did it today where they come out and they play well and you're like where the hell has this team been all season long they came out and started the second half and cut the lead to seven. They came out with some energy, with some effort. Mike James hits a big three. Now it's a four-point game. Brandon Huntley-Hatfield's finish in the in the paint against Burns, something that he struggled with, and now it's a two-point game with 16-11 to go. Like, Louisville goes on this 9-0 run to start the second half, and you're like, here we go. Here we go. Trey White, big three, tie game, 52-52. Malik, or, um, Sorry, not Malik Williams. Uh, That's a throwback. Uh, Curtis Williams with a three gives Louisville the lead. 55-54 with 11.30 to go. And you're like, okay, Louisville's communicating a little bit better offensively and defensively on the floor. Williams hits a deep three that I think was from somewhere out in the parking lot (laughs) and ties the game back up again after NC State had gone up. But then NC State started to do the thing that we've seen teams do where Louisville hits a big shot, the other team hits a big shot. Louisville gets a big shot, the other team hits a big shot. DJ Horn was incredible for NC State today. It seemed like he had an answer for everything Louisville wanted to do. When when Williams hits that deep three, DJ Horn goes right down on the other end and nails a deep three, and it's 61-58 pack. And really, they didn't look back from that point they really started to kind of extend that lead push that lead out to nine at 73 64 uh with just over six minutes left to go and louisville was really never able at first you thought to come back from that but then they did what was incredible and and completely un louisville like this season 
the cards go on an 11-0 run at the end of the game and really make this thing a game. And they mentioned it on the broadcast that they were they were fans getting up and, and headed to their seats. And then Louisville starts going on this run. Mike James follows up his own miss and gets the and one. And then you've got Trey White diving for the loose ball. And now it's a three-point game because BHH uh, gets the turnaround. Like, Louisville never gave up. They never stopped fighting in this game. And that's been the thing that we have been begging and pleading for is to have Louisville come out and, and fight and have that intensity, have that drive, have that we're not going to back down from anybody. And that's really how you felt in this game. They did not until the very, very, very end. They did not give up. And they gave everybody hope. And I think... Again, that's the frustrating part about this team. It's like, where has this been? If they play the way they played against NC State today, the record looks a lot different. There are more wins in the early part of the schedule if Louisville continues or if Louisville played the way that they played tonight with the intensity that they played with tonight. But ultimately, the lapses on defense are killing Louisville and and any momentum that they have. I mean, if they defended even just marginally better in this game today against NC State, they probably pull out the win. But instead, it's an 89-83 loss. And again, like I said, losing sucks. We can be pissed off about losing. But there were some good things. If you want to be encouraged, there were some good things to take away from this game today. Let's go to the phone lines. Harold is up first. Harold, welcome into your Coors Light Basketball postgame show. What's up, man? Hey, what's up, Tyler? Um... This was a fun game. And, yeah. and, you know, I think I think there were defensive lapses, but where I want to push back a little bit was this team got turnovers and stops and weren't able to convert those turnovers and stops. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that was the problem. Once, once NC State had got out to that 12-point lead, you know, late in the first half, we got a string of stops. We just didn't put the ball in the hole. And so I think if we were able to convert a couple of those turnovers, you know, again, we're looking at a different game, but I appreciated that this team looked like a D1 basketball team. Yep. I appreciated that I could see what they were trying to do, that they could see what they were trying to do. You know, they knew that they were driving and getting to the line or that they were going to drive and kick. I wish BHH would have um, came alive sooner. You know, because we could have used seven additional points for him. We needed yeah. a 2010 game from him today, you know. Or, I mean, to be fair, we did have White back, and it was good to see White come in and hit some shots. It was really good to see that perimeter shooting, right? And so, you know, it's the, it's the blessing and the curse, but I can enjoy this. I can rally behind this. I can watch this. And I can just – I can ride until, you know – we got decisions to make, so I just want to enjoy it. We got to win. I love the fact that they aren't going into any shells. I love the fact that they didn't let go of any ropes. You know, a team, I feel like if they don't come back and win the Miami game the way that they did, you know, once this team goes down uh, 12-0, you know, it could have turned. The, the fans could have turned, and they didn't because we've seen this team now do something. We've seen this team not quit, and that 11-0 run, man, I wish it would have came a minute or two earlier. 
Right. And that's the type of thing that I'm just, that's the type of thing when they were getting stops, weren't able to convert. So I hope that they're able to convert. I love seeing them drive a dish. I love seeing them drive with the intention of scoring or getting foul. It was, it was great. So, you know, you, you want the W, but based on what we've seen, based on, how about this, based on what I've seen, based on what I hope for, I want to be entertained. You know, I can understand losses. I can't understand getting blown out and not looking like you belong on the court. I can understand somebody hitting a tough bucket or two with a hand in their face, and that's the difference. So, you know, go cards, keep this effort up. There are more W's out there if we can keep this effort up, and when we get stops, convert. Appreciate the call, Harold. Yeah, I think that's that Harold makes a really good point there about this being watchable. Like this was this was enjoyable. Losing's not enjoyable. Losing sucks. We hate it, but watching this team and the way that this team played was enjoyable for a change. It was fun to watch this team. It was fun to hang on every possession and to, you know, lose your mind when when Williams hits that three and, and puts Louisville up. Like this was fun to watch and if Louisville's going to play with this type of energy and effort and intensity every single game, then yeah, Harold's right. This gives you something as a fan base to get behind and support. And that's what we've been waiting for. Let's go back to the phone lines. Chaz, welcome in, man. What's up? What's up, guys? I don't share Harold's all his enthusiasm while I was excited to, to see what they would do today. Mm-hmm. The, the frustration that I have with this this team and this coaching staff is you know, NC State shoots 50% from the three-point line. They aren't a good, a great three-point shooting team. They shoot 50%. They have basketball IQ. That kid, that big kid, Burns, he has yeah. such smart basketball IQ. He gets double-teamed in, boom, it's a cross-court skip pass right on the moon for a wide-open three. You know, there's just too many wide-open shots this team gives up. While I was excited to see him make that 11-0 run, you know, Kenny made a, a good timeout. He comes out of a timeout. They get a steal in an easy bucket. It's just it's little things like that. And, and you know, I'm I'm sorry. You know, while I, I think that this team has played better the last two games, I'm sorry. Trey Wright just he's a shot hunter. He's very selfish. You know, at this point, I know Curtis Williams lacks on on defense, but man, he gives you so much more on the offensive end than Trey White does. Yeah. It's just it's frustrating. You know, to see like you know, I was I was excited to see KP in. in in BHH's face today, you know, I mean, get him hyped, get him excited. Absolutely. You know, tell him, hey, go into his body. You know, when he did that, you know, think good things happened today. But, you know, it's just like we don't pound that, you know, in, in, into their heads, you know, and, and you go away from a starting lineup that won you the game on Wednesday night. You know, I'm, I'm sorry, Danilo. I, I don't know what they what they were seeing in him. He seems like a good kid, but he's not Louisville material. We are no. Louisville we don't need kids like that. We need all Americans. I'm sorry. Like, this coaching staff, you know, like, there was a guy on the radio the other day that watched a couple games at Seneca the other night. We didn't have a single a single member of the staff there. Like, you know, we just, we just aren't getting it. And I just, you know, while I'm excited, hopefully they play like this the rest of the season, you know, I just feel like this this coaching staff just doesn't get it. You know, we shouldn't be giving up 89 points at home, much less. 
You never saw that in the years prior to this. We were teams were lucky to score sixty. You know, I mean, I remember a stat years ago when when Patino was the coach. We were like eighty four and zero. Kelly Dickey probably has it, and we scored eighty points. You know, it's frustrating to watch this team defensively. You know, great, we made an eleven zero run. We were down fourteen with three minutes to go, and they took their foot off the gas and played not to lose. Sometimes that does end up biting you. And it almost did to NC State. So while I'm excited that it was a close game, this is a moral victory. Again, we are Louisville. Moral victories are not what we need to have in this city. No cards, baby. I think Chaz's phone call there is a perfect way. uh, uh, it's, It's like the perfect summation of what we say on LSL of the standard is the standard. And, and that's and that's that's awesome that that Chaz is holding Louisville basketball to the standard because that's what we as a fan base need to do. Yeah, there were things in this game that were absolutely things to be encouraged about. But again, you, to Chaz's point, you gave up 89 points and you allowed 50 percent three point shooting to an NC State team that doesn't particularly doesn't necessarily shoot the ball very well. There were definitely things to be concerned about and and things that still need to improve that just Louisville's defense, especially the perimeter defense, is just not very good at all. And yeah, it was it was great that they went on the 11-0 run. But you needed the problem, too, for Louisville was in that second half, especially towards the, the midpoint and the end of the second half was shots stopped falling for Louisville. I mean, the things that were working for them early, the getting in the lane and, and some of the runners and, and stuff, just they weren't going for Louisville. And that created uh, that gave NC State actually the opportunity to kind of put the foot back on the gas and, and get out and, and build their lead back up and then have Louisville go on that 11-0 run. Um, the main one of the biggest things is we always talk about how how you finish games and and how things look at the end of games and we're and we'll talk about that 11-0 run and we'll talk about you know the things that Louisville did well down the stretch or didn't do well down the stretch but again for me it really goes back to the way Louisville started the game you know going over four turning the ball over four times allowing NC State to get up 12 nothing when you look at the at the half by half Louisville wins the second half 48-45 so if Louisville doesn't go allow NC State to jump out to a 12-0 lead, there's an opportunity that Louis- that this score looks a lot different, that this game looks a lot different, that Louisville has an opportunity to win this game. You've got to – Louisville has to start games better. They have to start games better. They have to finish games much better than what we're seeing right now. But we did see some good stuff today, and I'm and I'm saying, look, I, I know I keep going back to that, but we have not had very many opportunities to be positive uh, about things this season. So I want to try to find those moments where we can. And obviously, Wednesday night was a moment, and I, and you know, had they won today, it would have been a bigger moment. But the team didn't quit. They didn't give up. They didn't go into their shell. They kept fighting. That's things to be positive about. Curtis Williams is something to be positive about. Your Juan Gomez insurance player of the game, 15 points, four of six from three, had some massive threes in the second half that kept Louisville in this game. That is something to be positive about. Sky Clark did not give you what you needed from him offensively today. He only gives you 10 points in 36 minutes, and most of those came late in the game. But you never saw Sky Clark check out. You saw him 
be there defensively. He caused two steals today. Your BJ Heating Cooling defensive player of the game. BJHeatCool.com. Call the experts you can trust. Sky Clark with two steals today. He was giving you other things, and that's what you need to see. I agree with some of the criticism of Trey White. I liked what he did, and he hit some big shots. But Trey White needs to improve that defense. He can't be such a liability for you out there defensively. And, I, and you know, it's not just him. It's several guys that need to improve defensively. This whole team needs to improve defensively. Uh, but but Trey White specifically, like, he gives you so much offensively, and he has such a good shot. But he's got to be more consistent defensively. Let's go back to the phone lines. Jeff has been waiting. Jeff, welcome in, man. What's up? What's going on, man? Um, yeah, uh, I like what I've seen today. Um, I know we didn't get the victory, and yeah, we need them. But I still think that we, you know, it's something to look forward to because the mistakes they're making is just from them being a young team. You know what I'm saying? Everyone's, you know, I, even I was frustrated with why they were leaving three-point shooters wide open. But the game plan was to double-team Burns mm-hmm. at certain spots on the floor. And sometimes they got lost into the game and, and they would double-team him way out, you know, by the three-point line, which left a person wide open because he is a passer out of that. So attention to detail can be fixed. So, But, like, things like effort, if they're not still giving effort at this point, there's really nothing we can do about that. So the fact that they are a young team and – them getting more experience because there were a lot of young guys out there. Then you know what I'm saying. It you know it makes it makes you more optimistic about the season. So that's what I want to say. Yeah, absolutely, Jeff. Appreciate the call. Burns is an absolute load. I mean, he is a load for NC State. And one of the callers earlier, I think it was Harold, brought it up, uh, or or maybe it was Chaz. The the basketball IQ on that dude like he knows where everybody's at on the floor at all times and if he's gonna get if he's gonna bring a double he knows where to kick it out to and I thought Brandon was more aggressive in the second half against Burns we needed to see that in the first half we needed to see him be more aggressive going into Burns and and Kenny was asking for that you saw Kenny get in his face and challenge Brandon in that second half like put your body on him like get in go in on him force him to foul you get him into foul trouble Um, you need to see more of that for Brandon but man Burns is is a load and I think NC State is a good team I don't think they're great by any means and I don't think I don't necessarily know if they're going to make some big magical run in March or, or even make a magical run in the in the uh, ACC tournament. But that's a good team with some good players on that team. Horn is, is insane. 27 points for NC State in 35 minutes. Dude's a bucket. And for the most part, Louisville was able to hang in there with them. Now let's go back to the phone lines. My man, Carito. Welcome in, man. What's up? What's going on, Taylor, man? It's your world, my man. What's up? Man, I, I, listen. The, the improved effort, yes, I love it. Yep. Did Kenny Payne make a deposit today? No, he didn't. Mm-mm. Will I continue to watch the games based on how they play today? Yes, I will. I am a diehard. I will always be. Um, I'm sorry that me and Eric Crawford's uh, little, little mix-up couldn't fix it. <laughs> you know, we were 1-0. Now we're 1-1. Uh, big shout out to Eric Crawford in his article. I will read the article now, by the way. You know, but big shout out to him. I just didn't work. But 
you know, um, I'm not mad. I'm not mad at what I've seen. I, I, I've seen what I've seen, and, and and when we got down twelve, I was like, oh my god, we're doing it again. We're regressing. But we just had a late start. Usually, we give the effort in the first half and kind of detour from the second half. What I'm looking for KP is for his players to give 40 minutes of energy. We got we got about 30 minutes, I'd say so, because the first 10 minutes was like, eh, and they fall mm-hmm. back. So if we can get a 40-minute game from them and some effort, we could probably win some games. The only thing that, that really drives me crazy is the three-point defense. Yes. My Lord, if I could count the amount of times that we had people wide open you know, and this is during crucial times during the game when we're making our comeback, when we're down three, uh, down two. There's an open man. And that big guy from NC State, got to give him credit. I don't know why we doubled him so much because BHH, you know, I'm glad he showed up. But we needed more of that intensity in the first half, like you said. Like, we need to go to him mano a mano and, and body him. And, and, and the lack of doubling would have uh, helped against the three-point defense because once we doubled him, Hell, they were wide open, and they were they they weren't missing anything. You know those rules. You can go two or twenty six against North Carolina. When you come in to the Yum Center, you're gonna go freaking twenty of twenty six. That's just a rule of law. I mean, if you're a local fan, you've known this from the beginning of time. Anytime somebody say, "Oh, they're having an off game," they're gonna have the best game in the world for some reason. The Yum Center rim love the opposition. Um, other than that, like I said, big picture. KP still might have to go. He still has to go. I, I'm not. I'm not here endorsing no year three. I, like I said, I was KP Mafia. I'm admitted. I'm. I'm. A, I'm a, a expanded excommunicado member from the first year. <laughs> I seen the light. It's time to go. But keep playing these games and make it entertaining. Fight for your job, KP. Thanks, Taylor. Appreciate it, my man. Yeah. The the frustrating part about the three point defense too for for Louisville is it wasn't just that you were giving up open shots it's when you were giving up open shots it's when you come down and you hit a big three and you cut into that lead and you've got momentum and then you just space out defensively and allow a wide open the worst one is when you allow a trail three just a wide, just a dude standing by himself just pick pop boom and now you're back down five or now you're you know now you're back down uh three or four like it, it, it's those lapses that come at the worst possible time for Louisville over and over again that that really killed them in this game um, run down some of the stats here for you in uh, Louisville shot 47 percent from the field today 53 percent from three 76 percent from the charity stripe I mentioned it earlier they cut their turnovers down substantially in that second half uh, Louisville finished the day with just 10 turnovers uh, as a team 12 points off of NC State's 15 turnovers, 30 rebounds for the Cards. Cards get out-rebounded by NC State, 33-30 to 30 in this one. Uh, 11 second-chance points for the Cards, 40 points from the Cards bench, the exact same for NC State. And your landing paints points in the paint, 30 points for the Cards, 30 points for NC State today as well. Four fast-break points, two blocks, six steals for the Cards, and 11 assists as well running down some of the numbers there for you as the cards drop this one to nc state 89 to 83 coming up next for louisville they've got we'll look at the schedule here moving forward after this one louisville goes on the road for two they've got north carolina 
on Wednesday night. And then next Saturday, they've got Wake Forest uh, at noon. The rest of January is not going to be easy for the Cards. If they're going to, they really needed this one. They really needed this one because it's going to be difficult to find wins the rest of January. You've got NC, or you've got North Carolina, Wake, Duke, Virginia, Clemson to wrap up January, and then just the first couple of days of February, you got Florida State and Duke or in uh, Syracuse. So it's going to be tough sledding for the Cards to find wins. Now I I don't expect them to to get a win in chapel hill especially given good lord what north carolina did to syracuse today holy moly it was uh let me find the final there 103 to 67 it was the worst loss for the orange since they joined the acc the worst margin of defeat for the orange since they joined the acc so i don't necessarily expect louisville to go into chapel hill uh on wednesday night and and pull out a dub but look at the Virginia game and I'm not saying that I mean we know how things go for Louisville against Virginia but if Louisville plays the way that they played today at home against Virginia maybe maybe you feel a little bit better now your road games are tough North Carolina wait Clemson those are not gonna be easy having Duke come here is not gonna be easy but you've got Florida State coming in here and Ethan Moore called it on LSL this week. He said that was going to be the game uh, that Louisville won next, that they were going to get a win over Florida State and Leonard Hamilton uh, for the first time in what feels like, I don't know, 80 years. Um, I would say that may be your next best opportunity. I've said it from the beginning that Georgia Tech and Boston College are probably your next best chances for wins. But again, if Louisville plays the way they played today, they're going to be a tough out for Clemson. They're going to be a tough out for Virginia. They're going to be a tough out for Wake. They're going to be a tough out for Florida State. Like, they're not going to be a pushover anymore if they play the way they play today. The problem is, and my boy Spencer coined it the $8 million question, why is Louisville not playing this way game in and game out? You know, why did Louisville struggle against uh, Arkansas State and lose that game? Why did Louisville struggle against Pitt and lose that game? Why did Louisville have to go to overtime against New Mexico State? You know, these are why, why was it a, a tussle with Bellarmine? And why do you lose to Chattanooga? Like, these are the questions that we ask because you, you see how – you see what they're able to do in this one and in the Texas game and in their win against uh, – against Miami like like these are the these are the reasons why you sit there and you shake your head if you're a Louisville fan you go look these things they don't add up you know the, the math ain't mathing when you watch how well they play in this one and obviously still get to pick up the L but there are things that you can pick apart from this game and feel like if Louisville does this different this different this different then they have a chance you haven't been able to say that with every single loss that Louisville's had this season you haven't been able to look at one or two things and go, if Louisville does that better than that better, then they probably win the game. You can do that in this game against NC State. If Louisville doesn't allow NC State to start 12-0 and or 12 to nothing, and if Louisville, you know, guards anybody when they decide to, to shoot a three, then Louisville's got a good opportunity to win this game today. And we don't do moral victories here at Louisville because, again, the standard is the standard. But... You definitely feel better about this one 
if you're if you're Louisville, if you're Kenny Payne and staff moving forward. Take a quick look here at your UPS Jobs Top 25 scoreboard. Shift your future at UPS Jobs. Apply today at upsjobs.com. Several Top 25 games going on right now. Look at the ones that have finished. Creighton survives 66-65 against St. John's. The Johnnies now 4-2 and two in Big East play, 12-5 and five overall. Number 15, Wisconsin, gets a 71-63 win over Northwestern. I mentioned it earlier. Number 7, North Carolina, dismantling Syracuse, 103-67. It was 52-30 at the half. Just complete domination over the Orange. Uh, Number 5, Tennessee, they bounce back with an 85-79 victory over Georgia. And currently in progress, lots of top 25 games. Number three, Kansas, and number nine, Oklahoma. Kansas up 67-58 in that one. Uh, The team up the road, after being down at the half, they're up 65-61 over Texas A&M. Number 19, San Diego State, down 50-56 to New Mexico. Uh, Number one, Purdue, having no troubles. They're cruising now after their upset loss a few days ago. It's 74-53. Boilermakers up over Penn State in the second half of that one. Uh, Number 20, Utah State trails UNLV 35-31. In ACC play, the aforementioned number 21, Clemson Tigers with a 31-27 lead in the first half over Boston College. The Tigers 11-4 but just one and three in ACC play. So it has not been going well since they, uh, since conference play started for Clemson, uh, Boston college, 10 and five overall one and three also in ACC play later on tonight in the top 25, number 11, Duke and Georgia tech, number 18, BYU and UCF, uh, UCF watch out BYU. Uh, they've already taken down a one top 25 team in the last couple of days. Uh, they are now coming for you. So be prepared BYU in that one, that one in Orlando, uh, number two, Houston and TCU number eight, Arizona, Washington state, LSU and number 16, Auburn, number 25, Texas and West Virginia, Cincinnati and number 14, Baylor tonight at eight o'clock on ESPN. So that is your UPS jobs, top 25 scoreboard applied at upsjobs.com. Take a quick look here at your ACC conference standings while we're at it. Now that we actually have some conference games that have occurred, no surprise, North Carolina, Number one spot in conference play right now, five and zero, oh, thirteen and three overall. The Tar Heels are seven and zero oh at home, and welcome Louisville on Wednesday night. We'll see what the Cardinals can do in that one. NC State four and one, Duke, Wake Forest, Florida State all three and one. Florida State gets a victory over Wake Forest earlier this week on Tuesday night, uh, so they have the win there. Miami two and two after losing to Louisville. Uh, Virginia two and two, uh, Virginia Tech also two and two, Syracuse and Notre Dame are both two and three, and Clemson, BC, Georgia Tech, Pitt, or sorry, Clemson, Boston College, Georgia Tech all one and three, Pitt and Louisville are one and four in conference, pl- or uh, yeah, in conference play. So the cards go to North Carolina. That's going to be a very tough task for them. Uh, Elsewhere in the ACC right now, Virginia trailing 
Wake Forest, 54 to 38. Six minutes and change to go in the second half of that one. Florida State up by 10 on Notre Dame early in the second half there as well. So those are the only other two ACC games going on right now. Miami and Virginia Tech will play tonight at 7 o'clock from Blacksburg Castle Coliseum over on the ACC network. Uh, Brian, do we have Kenny Payne's press conference available? Okay, let's go ahead and get that. Let you hear what Kenny Payne had to say after this one, after the cards drop this to NC State 89-83 today. Here's the coach. to protect Brandon and one of the ways we wanted to protect Brandon was trap the post so we talked about an area on the floor to where we can go and trap there was times when we were nowhere he was nowhere near that area we went and trap we're not in position he makes a three um, you know it's I blame myself for some of that probably should have let Brandon go mano y mano and fight it out but when he did go money mono, um, he scored four or five times in a row. So he's a low. We didn't look. The attention to details to winning basketball is vital. Um, the difference between a yard, two yards, can be the difference in winning and losing. So we're supposed to go when he gets to the lane line. We go way before he gets anywhere near the lane line. They burn us over and over and over again so oh yeah Kenny I guess that was going to be my question about the defense so is it more of just like attention to detail or is a attitude and effort thing I guess is that really what you're seeing in those I'm saying it's attention to detail um we worked on it we talked about it we went over it we walked through it this morning um again there's you know when you're in the heat of a battle sometimes you you think you want to go and you go early and you only think about yourself and you don't talk and you just go to a trap. They're going to burn you. His head is up. His eyes is open. He's looking for somebody to pass it to. You go early, boom, they make a three. Kenny, this is not a, a program that celebrates moral victories, but what have you seen from your group in the last week? Uh, the big thing is, you know, when coaches call me or – Kevin, you know, before the game said, man, I'm not looking forward to playing this game. <laughs> you know, it, it's showing that we are earning respect, but we got to finish it off. Um, what would it feel like for those dudes in the locker room if we win this game? Do you understand the statement it would make? Um, I know we're getting better. I feel we're getting better. I know we're doing the right things for, this, for, this, for these young people. Um, but we need to make sure that they understand the little things matter and winning and losing comes down to a bunch of little things. In what ways do you feel like you guys are, are maybe beginning to turn the corner? It seems like the contributions from Curtis and Caleb off the bench were, were pretty big and Mike has been big. And... Um, I think in Spurs you can see all the guys from, from Brandon having dominant moments. Um, Curtis, like you said, has hit some good shots within the Florida offense, not forcing them. Uh, Caleb is rebounding the ball, has done a good job of rebounding, playing, bringing physicality to us. Um, Ty Lohr brings us in spurts. It has to be more 
from each one of those guys. We can't have we can't have a guy have a moment or two where it's lacks. And when that moment or two happens, we're not as good. We don't have the wiggle room to make mistake after mistake after mistake. So we have to make sure that we're in tune. Um, we can't afford to get that team a 12-0 run on us. We can't afford it. That's a good team, a well-coached good team. They feed off of that kind of play. Coach, it was a noticeable change in energy just in the arena as a whole to actually have home court advantage here and to feel that from the fans. What kind of impact did that have on your Major. team and, and ultimately throughout the game as well? Major. I think these kids need to see the fans in here like they were tonight or today. Um, they need to cheer them on. They need to help them fight harder, you know, and they need to get after them when we don't fight harder. Um, you know, it's what when we go to these other arenas and we watch these teams and we play and we're competing against these teams, that's what their arenas feel like. We need to let our people know and other people that walk in here, that's why you're important. You're vital to this. And these kids need you. Presented by U of L Health, making the impossible possible. That is the power of you. Get back to some of the some of the stats we were running off here for you. Um, Tyler Johnson, fourteen points, twenty one minutes. Caleb Glenn, four points in sixteen minutes, and Trey White, seven points in twenty minutes. You heard it from Kenny there. You know he he talks about maybe they should have probably gone mono we mono with Brandon Huntley Hatfield against Burns a little bit more. Uh, but when they did that, Burns scored four straight times. So it was kind of pick your poison today for for Louisville of, of how you wanted to defend Burns. Uh, but again, I think, you know, one of our previous callers mentioned, you know, sometimes they doubled Burns. Uh, they were so focused on doubling him that they doubled him out near the three-point line, and then that allowed for open shooters somewhere else on the on the floor. It's the little things. It's the mental mistakes for Louisville in a game like this that cost you. It's the lapses defensively in a game like this that really cost you uh, as the cards drop this one to NC State, 89 to 83. There's There was improvement. There was improvement, and that's a good thing, and that's something that you can be excited about, that you can hang your hat on. If you're if you're looking for things to be positive about, that's something that you can be positive about. There was improvement. You know, Louisville looked better in this game today, and I think that 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 says a lot about kind of can you start stringing these things together? That's the next question that remains to be seen. Can Louisville string these things together? Can you stack a good performance, a, a win against Miami on a good performance, not great, but a good performance against NC State? Now, can you go perform well on the road against North Carolina? Can you not look like Syracuse and get beat by a million? Can you go perform well on the road against North Carolina and then can you come I'll go on the road in probably a more winnable environment, not probably definitely a more winnable environment against Wake Forest and maybe pull out a win there. If you do that, if Louisville goes on the road and they lose to North Carolina, but they're competitive, and then if they go and they beat Wake Forest, there's going to be butts in the seats 
when Duke comes to town. And that's what that's what the staff wants. That's what they need. They need you know they they want people in the seats. They want to fill the Yum Center. You got to give fans a reason to come. And what Louisville did against Miami gave fans a reason to show up today against NC State. And I think the way Louisville played, if they can continue that in the next two games, it's going to give people a reason to be there for the Duke game. It's going to give people a reason to be there for the Virginia game. If you can be competitive, if you can keep fighting and keep clawing, because we said this last year, and I think it kind of rings true this year as well. You know losses are coming, and it's one thing for the losses to come and you be competitive and you be fighting and, and everybody feeling like you know they're maximizing their everything that you can squeeze out of this team. It feels a lot different than looking like you have no idea what's going on when you're out there on the court. And that wasn't the case today at all. So that's going to do it for us. Keep it locked right here on 93.9 because coming up in just a few minutes, we will have wild card weekend for you. Browns, Texans, and then at 8 o'clock right here on 93.9, we will have Dolphins and Chiefs on wild card weekend right here on 93.9 The Ville. Big thanks to Brian for producing this effort, keeping us on the air. Thank you guys for all your calls. Appreciate you for interacting with us. That is going to do it. And until next time, Ethan Moore will have you guys on Wednesday night as the Cards travel to Chapel Hill to take on North Carolina. So until next time, guys, go Cards, beat the Tar Heels. Myself, Taylor Lynch, hanging out with you guys. Brian back at the studio, keeping us on the air today. There's a lot of things we can take away from this one, guys. I mean, I think after the way that that Miami game ended, Louisville going on the road, snapping, easy for me to say, snapping that road losing streak, you felt a certain level of maybe a little bit of confidence, maybe a little bit of swagger coming in here to this game today against NC State. And for me... Losing sucks, and we all know that. Losing sucks. Everybody hates to lose. But there are different types of losses. There are losses where you get blown out, and it feels like a really terrible loss. And we've seen a lot of those this season. This was not one of those losses. This, to me, felt more like the Texas game, where you saw a lot of really good things from this Louisville basketball team. You saw this team do things that you really haven't seen them do very much this season. The fight, the intensity, the energy, the effort was there the entire game for Louisville, especially on the offensive side of the ball. Now, defensively, Louisville had some major lapses today that really – is the reason that they lost this game. You start out in the first half, the cards start 0 for 4 and have four turnovers, and they allow NC State to go 4 for 5 and build that 12-point lead. It was 12 to nothing NC State in the beginning of the first half. That, you can't do that. You can't do that if you're Louisville. You can't let a team, after after the way you played at Miami, you can't come home and then let NC State get out to a 12 nothing lead. Brandon Huntley-Hatfield really wasn't giving you anything in that first half in the paint, and he was not having the same impact that he had against Miami. Now, 
having Trey White healthy, having Trey White back out there, I think was was big for Louisville, especially in the first half. Curtis Williams was out of his mind today. He had two really nice threes in the first half to try to keep Louisville within a, a 10-point margin. And then you had a really nice – again, you have a really nice possession that involves Mike James. And I feel like that has been a, a, a trend over the last couple of games of Mike James is doing really good stuff. Um, Louisville had a good defensive possession with about 4.57 to go. It led to a Mike James layup. They cut this thing to 23-31. It was not a great first half for Louisville. There was a lot of sloppy play. There were a ton of turnovers in that first half. You allowed NC State to get out to a 12-0 lead, and it felt like, here we go again. It felt like more of the same, but then Louisville came out in the second half, and I don't know. This is the frustrating part of being a Louisville basketball fan right now is this team does this sometimes. They did it against Texas. They did it again uh, against Miami. They did it today where they come out and they play well, and you're like, where the hell has this team been all season long? They came out and started the second half and cut the lead to seven. They came out with some energy, with some effort. Mike James hits a big three. Now it's a four-point game. Brandon Huntley-Hatfield's finish in the in the paint against Burns, something that he struggled with, and now it's a two-point game with 16-11 to go. Like, Louisville goes on this 9-0 run to start the second half, and you're like, here we go. Here we go. Trey White, big three, tie game, 52-52. Malik, or, um, sorry, not Malik Williams. Uh, that's a throwback. Uh, Curtis Williams with a three gives Louisville the lead. 55-54 with 11-30 to go. And you're like, okay, Louisville's communicating a little bit better offensively and defensively on the floor. Williams hits a deep three that I think was from somewhere out in the parking lot <laughs> and ties the game back up again after NC State had gone up. But then NC State started to do the thing that we've seen teams do where Louisville hits a big shot, the other team hits a big shot. Louisville gets a big shot, the other team hits a big shot. DJ Horn was incredible for NC State today. It seemed like he had an answer for everything Louisville wanted to do. When when Williams hits that deep three, DJ Horn goes right down on the other end and nails a deep three, and it's 61-58 pack. And really, they didn't look back from that point. They really started to kind of extend that lead, push that lead out to nine at 73-64 uh, with just over six minutes left to go. And Louisville was really never able, at first, you thought, to come back from that. But then they did what was incredible and and completely un Louisville like this season the cards go on an 11-0 run at the end of the game and really make this thing a game and they mentioned it on the broadcast that they were there were fans getting up and, and headed to their seats and then Louisville starts going on this run Mike James follows up his own miss and gets the and one and then you've got Trey White diving for the loose ball and now it's a three-point game because BHH uh, gets the turnaround. Like, Louisville never gave up. They never stopped fighting in this game. And that's been the thing that we have been begging and pleading for is to have Louisville come out and, and fight and have that intensity, have that drive, have that we're not going to back down from anybody. And that's really how you felt in this game. They did not until the very, very, very end. They did not give up and they gave everybody hope. And I think, again, that's the frustrating part about this team. It's like, where has this been? If they play the way they played against NC state today, 
the record looks a lot different. There are more wins in the early part of the schedule if Louisville continues or if Louisville played the way that they played tonight with the intensity that they played with tonight. But ultimately, the lapses on defense are killing Louisville and and any momentum that they have. I mean, if they defended even just marginally better in this game today against NC State, they probably pull out the win. But instead, it's an 89-83 loss. And again, like I said, losing sucks. We can be pissed off about losing. But there were some good things. If you want to be encouraged, there were some good things to take away from this game today. Let's go to the phone lines. Harold is up first. Harold, welcome into your Coors Light Basketball Post Game Show. What's up, man? Hey, what's up, Taylor? Um, this was a fun game. And, yeah. And, you know, I think, I think there were defensive lapses. But where I want to push back a little bit was – this team got turnovers and stops and weren't able to convert those turnovers and stops. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that was the problem. Once, once NC State had got out to that 12-point lead, you know, late in the first half, we got a string of stops. We just didn't put the ball in the hole. And so I think if we were able to convert a couple of those turnovers, you know, again, we're looking at a different game, but I appreciate it that this team looked like a D1 basketball team. Yep. I appreciated that I could see what they were trying to do, that they could see what they were trying to do. You know, they knew that they were driving and getting to the line or that they were going to drive and kick. I wish BHH would have um, came alive sooner, you know, because we could have used seven additional points for him. We needed yeah. a 2010 game from him today, you know, or I mean, to be fair, we did have White back, and it was good to see White come in and hit some shots. It was really good to see that perimeter shooting, right? And so, you know, it's the, it's the blessing and the curse, but I can enjoy this. I can rally behind this. I can watch this. And I can just – I can ride until, you know, we got decisions to make. So, I just want to enjoy it. We got to win. I love the fact that they aren't going into any shells. I love the fact that they didn't let go of any ropes. You know, a team, I, I feel like if they don't come back and win the Miami game the way that they did, you know, once this team goes down uh, 12-0, you know, it could have turned. The, the fans could have turned, and they didn't because we've seen this team now do something. We've seen this team n- not quit. And that 11-0 run, man, I wish it would have came a minute or two earlier. Right, and that's the type of thing that I'm. That's the type of thing when they were getting stops, weren't able to convert. So I hope that they're able to convert. I love seeing them drive a dish. I love seeing them drive with the intention of scoring or getting foul. It was it was great. So you know you you want the W, but based on what we've seen, based on how about this, based on what I've seen, based on what I hope for, I want to be entertained. You know, I can understand losses. I can't understand getting blown out and not looking like you belong on the court. I can understand somebody hitting a tough bucket or two with a hand in their face, and that's the difference. So, you know, go cards. Keep this effort up. There are more W's out there if we can keep this effort up. And when we get stops, convert. Appreciate the call, Harold. Yeah, I think – that's that Harold makes a really good point there about this being watchable. Like this was this was enjoyable. Losing's not enjoyable. Losing sucks. We hate it, but 
watching this team and the way that this team played was enjoyable for a change. It was fun to watch this team. It was fun to hang on every possession and to, you know, lose your mind when, when Williams hits that three and, and puts Louisville up. Like, this was fun to watch. And if Louisville's going to play with this type of energy and effort and intensity every single game, then, yeah, Harold's right. This gives you something as a fan base to get behind and support. And that's what we've been waiting for. Let's go back to the phone lines. Chaz, welcome in, man. What's up? What's up, guys? I don't share Harold's all of his enthusiasm while I was excited to, to see what they would do today. Mm-hmm. The, the frustration that I have with this, this team and this coaching staff is, you know, NC State shoots 50% from the three-point line. They aren't a, good, a great three-point shooting team. They shoot 50%. They have basketball IQ. That kid, that big kid, Burns, he has yeah. such smart basketball IQ. He gets double teamed in, boom, it's a cross-court skip pass right on the moon for a wide-open three. You know, there's just too many wide-open shots this team gives up. While I was excited to see him make that 11-0 run, you know, Kenny made a, a good timeout. He comes out of a timeout. They get a steal in an easy bucket. It's just it's little things like that. And, and you know, I'm, I'm sorry, you know, while I, I think that this team has played better the last two games, I'm sorry, Trey Wright, just – He's a shot hunter. He's very selfish. You know, at this point, I know Curtis Williams lacks on, on defense, but, man, he gives you so much more on the offensive end than Trey White does. Yeah. It's just it's frustrating, you know, to see, like, you know, I was, I was excited to see KP in, in, in BHH's face today. You know, I mean, get him hyped. Get him excited. Absolutely. You know, tell him, hey, go into his body. You know, when he did that, you know, think good things happened today. But, you know, it's just like we don't pound that. You know, into their heads. You know, and, and you go away from a starting lineup that won you the game on Wednesday night. You know, I'm I'm sorry, Danilo. I, I don't know what they what they were seeing in him. He seems like a good kid, but he's not Louisville material. We are no. Louisville. We don't need kids like that. We need all Americans. I'm sorry, like this coaching staff. You know, like there was a guy on the radio the other day that watched a. Uh, a couple games at, at Seneca the other night. We didn't have a single, uh, a single member of the staff there. Like you know, we just we just aren't getting it. And I, I just you know, while I, I'm excited, that hopefully they play like this the rest of the season. You know, I, I just feel like this this coaching staff just doesn't get it. You know, we shouldn't be giving up 89 points at home, much less. You never saw that in the years prior to this. We were teams were lucky to score sixty. You know, I mean, I, I remember a stat years ago when, when Patino was the coach. We were like eighty-four and zero. Kelly Dickey probably has it, and we scored eighty points. You know, it, it's, it's frustrating to watch this team defensively. You know, great, we made an eleven-zero run. We were down fourteen with three minutes ago, and they took their foot off the gas and played not to lose. Sometimes that does end up biting you. And it almost did to NC State. So while I'm excited that it was a close game, this is a moral victory. Again, we are Louisville. Moral victories are not what we need to have in this city. No cards, baby. I think Chaz's phone call there is a perfect way. Uh, uh, it's, it's like the perfect summation of what we say on LSL of the standard is the standard. And, and that's and that's. That's awesome that that Chaz is holding Louisville basketball to the standard because that's what we as a fan base need to do. Yeah, there were things in this game that were absolutely 
things to be encouraged about. But again, you, to Chaz's point, you gave up 89 points and you allowed 50% three-point shooting to an NC State team that doesn't particularly doesn't necessarily shoot the ball very well. There were definitely things to be concerned about and and things that still need to improve that just Louisville's defense, especially the perimeter defense, is just not very good at all. And yeah, it was it was great that they went on the 11-0 run. But you needed the problem, too, for Louisville was in that second half, especially towards the, the midpoint and the end of the second half, was shots stopped falling for Louisville. I mean, the things that were working for them early, the getting in the lane and, and some of the runners and, and stuff, just they weren't going for Louisville. And that created uh, – that gave NC State, actually, the opportunity to kind of put the foot back on the gas and, and get out and, and build their lead back up and then have Louisville go on that 11-0 run. Um, the main – one of the biggest things is we always talk about how how you finish games and and how things look at the end of games and we're and we'll talk about that 11-0 run and we'll talk about you know the things that Louisville did well down the stretch or didn't do well down the stretch but again for me it really goes back to the way Louisville started the game you know going over four turning the ball over four times allowing NC State to get up 12 nothing when you look at the at the half by half Louisville wins the second half, 48-45. So if Louisville doesn't go allow NC State to jump out to a 12-0 lead, there's an opportunity that that this score looks a lot different, that this game looks a lot different, that Louisville has an opportunity to win this game. You've got to – Louisville has to start games better. They have to start games better. They have to finish games much better than what we're seeing right now. But we did see some good stuff today, and I'm and I'm saying, look, I, I know I keep going back to that, but we have not had very many opportunities to be positive uh, about things this season. So I want to try to find those moments where we can. And obviously, Wednesday night was a moment, and I, and you know, had they won today, it would have been a bigger moment. But the team didn't quit. They didn't give up. They didn't go into their shell. They kept fighting. That's things to be positive about. Curtis Williams is something to be positive about. Your Juan Gomez insurance player of the game, 15 points, four of six from three, had some massive threes in the second half that kept Louisville in this game. That is something to be positive about. Sky Clark did not give you what you needed from him offensively today. He only gives you 10 points in 36 minutes, and most of those came late in the game. But you never saw Sky Clark check out. You saw him be there defensively. He caused two steals today. Your BJ Heating Cooling Defensive Player of the Game. BJHeatCool.com. Call the experts you can trust. Sky Clark with two steals today. He was giving you other things. And that's what you need to see. I agree with some of the criticism of Trey White. I liked what he did. And he hit some big shots. But Trey White needs to improve that defense. He can't be such a liability for you out there defensively. And, I, and you know, it's not just him. It's several guys that need to improve defensively. This whole team needs to improve defensively. Uh, but, but Trey White specifically, like, he gives you so much offensively, and he has such a good shot. But he's got to be more consistent defensively. Let's go back to the phone lines. Jeff has been waiting. Jeff, welcome in, man. What's up? What's going on, man? Um, yeah, uh, I like what I've seen today. Um, I know we didn't get the victory, and yeah, we need them. But I still think that 
we, you know, it's something to look forward to because the mistakes they're making is just from them being a young team. You know what I'm saying? Everyone's, you know, I, even I was frustrated with why they were leaving three-point shooters wide open. But the game plan was to double-team Burns on, mm-hmm. at certain spots on the floor. And sometimes they got lost into the game and, and they would double-team him way out, you know, by the three-point line, which left a person wide open because he is a passer out of that. So attention to detail can be fixed. So, but like things like effort, if they're not still giving effort at this point, there's really nothing we can do about that. So the fact that they are a young team and them getting more experience because there were a lot of young guys out there, then you know what I'm saying. It you know it makes it makes you more optimistic about the season. So that's what I want to say. Yeah, absolutely, Jeff. Appreciate the call. Burns is an absolute load. I mean, he is a load for NC State. And one of the callers earlier, I think it was Harold, brought it up, uh, or or maybe it was Chaz, the the basketball IQ on that dude. Like he knows where everybody's at on the floor at all times. And if he's gonna get, if he's gonna bring a double, he knows where to kick it out to. And I thought Brandon was more aggressive in the second half against Burns. We needed to see that in the first half. We needed to see him be more aggressive going into Burns. And, and Kenny was asking for that. You saw Kenny get in his face and challenge Brandon in that second half. Like, put your body on him. Like, get in. Go in on him. Force him to foul you. Get him into foul trouble. Um, you need to see more of that for Brandon. But, man, Burns is is a load. And I think NC State is a good team. I don't think they're great by any means, and I don't think I don't necessarily know if they're going to make some big magical run in March or or even make a magical run in the in the uh, ACC tournament. But that's a good team with some good players on that team. Horn is is insane. Twenty seven points for NC State in thirty five minutes. Dude's a bucket, and for the most part, Louisville was able to hang in there with them. Now let's go back to the phone lines, my man Carito. Welcome in, man. What's up? What's going on, Taylor, man? It's your world, my man. What's up? Man, I, I, listen. The, the improved effort, yes, I love it. Yep. Did Kenny Payne make a deposit today? No, he didn't. Mm-mm. Will I continue to watch the games based on how they play today? Yes, I will. I am a diehard. I will always be. Um, I'm sorry that me and Eric Crawford's uh, little little mix-up couldn't fix it. You know, we were 1-0. Now we're 1-1. Uh, big shout-out to Eric Crawford in his article. I will read the article now, by the way. You know, but big shout-out to him. I just didn't work. But, you know, um, I'm not mad I'm not mad at what I've seen. I, I, I've seen what I've seen. And, and, and when we got down 12, I was like, oh, my God, we're doing it again. We're regressing. But we just had a late start. Usually we give the effort in the first half and kind of detour from the second half. What I'm looking for KP is for his players to get 40 minutes of energy. We got we got about 30 minutes, I'd say so, because the first 10 minutes was like, eh, and they fall mm-hmm. back. So if we can get a 40-minute game from them and some effort, we could probably win some games. The only thing that, that really drives me crazy is the three-point defense. Yes. My Lord. If I could count the amount of times that we had people wide open, you know, and this is during crucial times during the game when we're making our comeback, when we're down three or down two, there's an open man. And that big guy from NC State, got to give him credit. I don't know why we doubled him so much because BHH, you know, I'm glad he showed up, but 
we needed more of that intensity in the first half, like you said. Like, we need to go to him mano a mano and, and body him. And, and, and the lack of doubling would have uh, helped against the three-point defense because once he doubled them, Hell, they were wide open, and they were they they weren't missing anything. You know those rules. You can go two or twenty six against North Carolina. When you come in to the Yum Center, you're gonna go freaking twenty of twenty six. That's just a rule of law. I mean, if you're a mobile fan, you've known this from the beginning of time. Anytime somebody say, "Oh, they're having an off game," they're gonna have the best game in the world for some reason. The Yum Center rim love the opposition. Um, other than that, like I said, big picture. KP still might have to go. He still has to go. I, I'm not. I'm not here endorsing no year three. I, like I said, I was KP Mafia. I'm admitted. I'm. I'm. A, I'm a uh, expanded excommunicado member from the first year. <laughs> I've seen the light. It's time to go. But keep playing these games and make it entertaining. Fight for your job, KP. Thanks, Taylor. Appreciate it, my man. Yeah. The the frustrating part about the three point defense too for for Louisville is it wasn't just that you were giving up open shots it's when you were giving up open shots it's when you come down and you hit a big three and you cut into that lead and you've got momentum and then you just space out defensively and allow a wide open the worst one is when you allow a trail three just a wide, just a dude standing by himself just pick pop boom and now you're back down five or now you're you know now you're back down uh three or four like it, it, it's those lapses that come at the worst possible time for Louisville over and over again that that really killed them in this game uh, run down some of the stats here for you in uh, Louisville shot 47 percent from the field today 53 percent from three 76 percent from the charity stripe I mentioned it earlier they cut their turnovers down substantially in that second half uh, Louisville finished the day with just 10 turnovers uh, as a team 12 points off of NC State's 15 turnovers, 30 rebounds for the Cards. Cards get out-rebounded by NC State, 33-30 to 30 in this one. Uh, 11 second-chance points for the Cards, 40 points from the Cards bench, the exact same for NC State. And your landing paid points in the paint, 30 points for the Cards, 30 points for NC State today as well. Four fast-break points, two blocks, six steals for the Cards, and 11 assists as well run down some of the numbers there for you as the cards drop this one to nc state 89 to 83 coming up next for louisville they've got we'll look at the schedule here moving forward after this one louisville goes on the road for two they've got north carolina on wednesday night and then next saturday they've got wake forest uh at noon the rest of january is not going to be easy for the cards if they're going to they really needed this one they really needed this one because it's going to be difficult to find wins the rest of January. You've got NC or you've got North Carolina, Wake, Duke, Virginia, Clemson to wrap up January, and then just the first couple of days of February you got Florida State and Duke or in uh, Syracuse. So it's going to be tough sledding for the Cards to find wins. Now I I don't expect them to to get a win in Chapel Hill especially given good lord what North Carolina did to Syracuse today holy moly it was uh let me find the final there 103 to 67 it was the worst loss for the Orange since they joined the ACC the worst margin of defeat for the Orange since they joined the ACC so I don't necessarily expect Louisville to go into Chapel Hill uh on Wednesday night and and pull out a dub but 
You look at the Virginia game, and I'm not saying that – I mean, we know how things go for Louisville against Virginia, but if Louisville plays the way that they played today at home against Virginia, maybe. Maybe you feel a little bit better. Now, your road games are tough. North Carolina, wait, Clemson. Those are not going to be easy. Having Duke come here is not going to be easy. But you've got Florida State coming in here. And Ethan Moore called it on LSL this week. He said that was going to be the game uh, that Louisville won next, that they were going to get a win over Florida State and Leonard Hamilton uh, for the first time in what feels like, I don't know, 80 years. Um, I would say that may be your next best opportunity. I've said it from the beginning that Georgia Tech and Boston College are probably your next best chances for wins. But again, if Louisville plays the way they played today, they're going to be a tough out for Clemson. They're going to be a tough out for Virginia. They're going to be a tough out for Wake. They're going to be a tough out for Florida State. Like, they're not going to be a pushover anymore if they play the way they play today. The problem is, and my boy Spencer coined it the $8 million question, why is Louisville not playing this way game in and game out? You know, why did Louisville struggle against uh, Arkansas State and lose that game? Why did Louisville struggle against Pitt and lose that game? Why did Louisville have to go to overtime against New Mexico State? You know, these are why, why was it a, a tussle with Bellarmine? And why do you lose to Chattanooga? Like, these are the questions that we ask because you, you see how – you see what they're able to do in this one and in the Texas game and in their win – against uh against Miami. Like like these are the these are the reasons why you sit there and you shake your head. If you're a Louisville fan, you go look, these things they don't add up. You know, the the math ain't mathin' when you watch how well they play in this one and obviously still get to pick up the L, but there are things that you can pick apart from this game and feel like if Louisville does this different, this different, this different, then they have a chance. You haven't been able to say that with every single loss that Louisville's had this season. You haven't been able to look at one or two things and go, if Louisville does that better than that better, then they probably win the game. You can do that in this game against NC State. If Louisville doesn't allow NC State to start 12-0 or 12-0, and if Louisville you know, guards anybody when they decide to, to shoot a three, then Louisville's got a good opportunity to win this game today. And we don't do moral victories here at Louisville because, again, the standard is the standard. But you definitely feel better about this one if you're if you're Louisville, if you're Kenny Payne and staff moving forward. Take a quick look here at your UPS Jobs Top 25 scoreboard. Shift your future at UPS Jobs. Apply today at upsjobs.com. Several top 25 games going on right now. Look at the ones that have finished Creighton survives 66-65 against St. John's. The Johnnies now 4-2 and two in Big East play, 12-5 overall. Number 15, Wisconsin, gets a 71-63 win over Northwestern. I mentioned it earlier. Number 7, North Carolina dismantling Syracuse, 103-67. It was 52-30 at the half. Just complete domination over the Orange. Uh, number five, Tennessee, they bounce back with an 85-79 victory over Georgia. 
and currently in progress. Lots of top 25 games. Number three, Kansas, and number nine, Oklahoma. Kansas up 67-58 in that one. Uh, the team up the road, after being down at the half, they're up 65-61 over Texas A&M. Number 19, San Diego State, down 50-56 to to New Mexico. Uh, number one, Purdue, having no troubles. They're cruising now after their upset loss a few days ago. It's 74-53. Boilermakers up over Penn State in the second half of that one. Uh, number 20, Utah State trails UNLV 35-31. to In ACC play, the aforementioned number 21, Clemson Tigers with a 31-27 lead in the first half over Boston College. The Tigers 11-4 but just one and three in ACC play. So it has not been going well since they, uh, since conference play started for Clemson, uh, Boston college, 10 and five overall one and three also in ACC play later on tonight in the top 25, number 11, Duke and Georgia tech, number 18, BYU and UCF, uh, UCF, watch out BYU. Uh, they've already taken down a one top 25 team in the last couple of days. Uh, they are now coming for you. So be prepared BYU in that one, that one in Orlando, uh, number two, Houston and TCU, number eight, Arizona, Washington state, LSU and number 16 Auburn number 25 Texas and West Virginia Cincinnati and number 14 Baylor tonight at eight o'clock on ESPN so that is your UPS jobs top 25 scoreboard apply today upsjobs.com take a quick look here at your ACC conference standings while we're at it now that we actually have some conference games that have occurred no surprise North Carolina Number one spot in conference play right now, five and zero, oh, thirteen and three, overall. The Tar Heels are seven and zero oh at home, and welcome Louisville on Wednesday night. We'll see what the Cardinals can do in that one. NC State four and one, Duke, Wake Forest, Florida State all three and one. Florida State gets a victory over Wake Forest earlier this week on Tuesday night, uh, so they have the win there. Miami two and two after losing to Louisville. Uh, Virginia two and two, uh, Virginia Tech also two and two, Syracuse and Notre Dame are both two and three, and Clemson, BC, Georgia Tech, Pitt, or sorry, Clemson, Boston College, Georgia Tech all one and three, Pitt and Louisville are one and four in conference, pl- or uh, yeah, in conference play. So the cards go to North Carolina. That's going to be a very tough task for them. Uh, elsewhere in the ACC right now, Virginia trailing Wake Forest 54 to 38. Six minutes and change to go in the second half of that one. Florida State up by 10 on Notre Dame early in the second half there as well. So those are the only other two ACC games going on right now. Miami and Virginia Tech will play tonight at 7 o'clock from Blacksburg Castle Coliseum over on the ACC network uh brian do we have kenny payne's press conference available okay let's go ahead and get that let you hear what kenny payne had to say after this one after the cards drop this to nc state 89 83 today here's the coach um we know we had to protect brandon and one of the ways we wanted to protect Brandon was trap the post. So we talked about an area on the floor 
to where we can go and trap. There was times when we were nowhere, he was nowhere near that area. We went and trap. We're not in position. He makes a three. Um, you know, it's, I blame myself for some of that. Probably should have let Brandon go mano y mano and fight it out. But when he did go mano y mano, um, he scored four or five times in a row. So he's a low. We didn't look. The attention to details to winning basketball is vital. Um, the difference between a yard, two yards, can be the difference in winning and losing. So we're supposed to go when he gets to the lane line. We go way before he gets anywhere near the lane line. They burn us over and over and over again. So. Oh, yeah, Kenny, I guess that was going to be my question about the defense. So is it more of just like attention to detail or is a attitude and effort thing? I guess is that really what you're seeing in those structures? I'm saying it's attention to detail. Um, we worked on it. We talked about it. We went over it. We walked through it this morning. Um, again, there's, you know, when you're in the heat of a battle, sometimes you, you think you want to go and you go early and you only think about yourself and you don't talk and you just go to a trap. They're going to burn you. His head is up. His eyes is open. He's looking for somebody to pass it to. You go early, boom, they make a three. Kenny, this is not a, a program that celebrates moral victories, but what have you seen from your group in the last week? Um, the big thing is, you know, when coaches call me or Kevin, you know, before the game said, man, I'm not looking forward to playing this game. <laughs> You know, it, it's showing that we are earning respect, but we got to finish it off. Um, what would it feel like for those dudes in the locker room if we win this game? Do you understand the statement it would make? Um, I know we're getting better. I feel we're getting better. I know we're doing the right things for this for this for these young people, um, but we need to make sure that they understand the little things matter and winning and losing comes down to a bunch of little things. In what ways do you feel like you guys are, are maybe beginning to turn the corner? It seems like the contributions from Curtis and Caleb off the bench were, were pretty big, and Mike has been big. Um, I think in spurts you can see all the guys from, from Brandon having dominant moments. Um, Curtis, like you said, has hit some good shots within the Florida offense, not forcing them. Uh, Caleb is rebounding the ball, has done a good job of rebounding, playing, bringing physicality to us. Um, Ty Lord brings us in spurts. It has to be more from each one of those guys. We can't have we can't have a guy have a moment or two where it's lax. And when that moment or two happens, we're not as good. We don't have the wiggle room to make mistake after mistake after mistake. So we have to make sure that we're in tune. Um, we can't afford to get that team a 12-0 run on us. We can't afford it. That's a good team, a well-coached good team. They feed off of that kind of play. Coach, it was a noticeable change in energy just in the arena as a whole to actually have home court advantage here and to feel that from the fans. What kind of impact did that have on your Major. team and, and ultimately throughout the game as well? Major. I think these kids need to see the fans in here like they were tonight or today. Um, they need to cheer them on. They need to help them fight harder, you know, and they need to get after them when we don't fight harder. Um, you know, 
it's what when we go to these other arenas and we watch these teams and we play and we're competing against these teams, that's what their arenas feel like. We need to let our people know and other people that walk in here, that's why you're important. You're vital to this and these kids need you. presented by UofL Health, making the impossible possible. That is the power of you. Get back to some of the some of the stats we were running off here for you. Um, Tyler Johnson, 14 points, 21 minutes. Caleb Glenn, 4 points in 16 minutes. And Trey White, 7 points in 20 minutes. You heard it from Kenny there. You know, he, he talks about maybe they should have probably gone mano-a-mano with Brandon Huntley Hatfield against Burns a little bit more. Uh, but when they did that, Burns scored four straight times. So it was kind of pick your poison today for for Louisville of, of how you wanted to defend Burns. Uh, but again, I think, you know, one of our previous callers mentioned, you know, sometimes they doubled Burns. Uh, they were so focused on doubling him that they doubled him out near the three-point line, and then that allowed for open shooters somewhere else on the on the floor. It's the little things. It's the mental mistakes for Louisville in a game like this that cost you. It's the lapses defensively in a game like this that really cost you uh, as the cards drop this one to NC State, 89 to 83. There's There was improvement. There was improvement, and that's a good thing, and that's something that you can be excited about, that you can hang your hat on. If you're if you're looking for things to be positive about, that's something that you can be positive about. There was improvement. You know, Louisville looked better in this game today, and I think that 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 says a lot about kind of can you start stringing these things together? That's the next question that remains to be seen. Can Louisville string these things together? Can you stack a good performance, a, a win against Miami on a good performance, not great, but a good performance against NC State? Now, can you go perform well on the road against North Carolina? Can you not look like Syracuse and get beat by a million? Can you go perform well on the road against North Carolina? And then can you come go on the road in probably a more winnable environment, not probably definitely a more winnable environment against Wake Forest, and maybe pull out a win there. If you do that, if Louisville goes on the road and they lose to North Carolina, but they're competitive, and then if they go and they beat Wake Forest, there's going to be butts in the seats when Duke comes to town. And that's what that's what the staff wants. That's what they need. They need you know, they, they want people in the seats. They want to fill the Yum Center. you got to give fans a reason to come. And what Louisville did against Miami gave fans a reason to show up today against NC State. And I think the way Louisville played, if they can continue that in the next two games, it's going to give people a reason to be there for the Duke game. It's going to give people a reason to be there for the Virginia game. If you can be competitive, if you can keep fighting and keep clawing, because we said this last year, and I think it kind of rings true this year as well, you know losses are coming, and it's one thing for the losses to come, and you be competitive, and you be fighting, and and everybody feeling like you know they're maximizing their everything that you can squeeze out of this team. 
it feels a lot different than looking like you have no idea what's going on when you're out there on the court. And that wasn't the case today at all. So that's going to do it for us. Keep it locked right here on 93.9 because coming up in just a few minutes, we will have wild card weekend for you. Browns, Texans, and then at 8 o'clock right here on 93.9, we will have Dolphins and Chiefs on wildcard weekend right here on 93.9 the ville big thanks to brian for producing this effort keeping us on the air thank you guys for all your calls appreciate you for interacting with us that is going to do it and until next time ethan moore will have you guys on wednesday night as the cards travel to chapel hill to take on north carolina so until next time guys go cards beat the tar heels